Well, hello, everybody. This is Dr. Stephen V. You're listening to the Take Care and Live podcast. And this, of course, is Tuesday's Take. Welcome back, everyone. Glad we're able to connect again today. Glad to spend time with you. Uh, We're going to jump in. We start the year often with a New Year's resolution of some kind. I'm not a fan of them. Uh, I have often had the habit of uh, drafting goals for the new year. Uh, But in terms of making a New Year's resolution, I've never been a big fan of that. Goal setting for New Year, yes. Uh, I think setting goals helps to refresh your mind. It helps uh, to reset your path, uh, pausing to uh, re-examine what you've done, who you've been, how you've done it, <laughs> how you've been, who you are, and doing some recalibration uh, of not only um, what you do, how you do it. There's essentially a recalibration of your values, uh, which in turn help to shape how you're executing any vision you have for yourself and therefore helps to inform um, your purpose. Uh, So I think that's important to do. Uh, I came across a great book um, some months ago called The Power of Full Engagement by Jim Lohr and Tony Schwartz. Uh, It was written about 20 years ago. Um, But in their book, um, they really highlight some key approaches and strategies for staying connected to your vision statement, staying connected to your vision, staying connected to your values, which, of course, then impacts uh, your connection to your sense of purpose. And so we're going to spend some time talking about that today. And I'm excited about that because this is a bit of a precursor to a two-part series on Purpose Paranoia that will be released over the course of the next two weeks in which we'll talk about purpose, what does it mean, and what does it mean to experience Purpose Paranoia, and how we can overcome it by understanding what purpose really is and how it plays out in our life. But in the meantime, let's dig in to today's episode. What I'm going to present to you today are some rituals and mindsets that you can hold on to related to staying fully engaged in the mission and values and thus the purpose you have for not only your personal life, but your professional life. So Jim Law and Tony Schwartz point out that there needs to be some level of precision and specificity in not just our language, but our actions that help us to remain connected to the rituals that uh, keep our um, values, our vision for ourselves, not just professionally, but personally um, front and center that keep it alive. And they say this, they say precision and specificity help to assure 
that our, our rituals themselves remain fueled by our deepest values. It's not enough to simply create a vision statement, right? Only by building a ritual to regularly revisit that vision can we ensure a strong, continued connection to the unique source of energy that that vision statement provides. Okay, and so what they're essentially saying is There has to be a way in which we continuously engage our vision for ourselves, whether it's professionally or personally, that we can hold ourselves accountable to doing so that the vision is not just something we write or say in passing, but we actually embody it. And so they recommend a few practices that we can engage in to do that. So here they are pretty simple, but often overlooked. They recommend spend just a few minutes in the morning when you wake up writing in a journal. Think about uh, the vision that you have for yourself, whether it's professionally or personally, and spend a few minutes just writing in a journal about it. It could be one element of it that stands out for you that morning that you want to hone in on. Meditate or pray or both. Create a time for yourself to Meditate on that vision. Meditate on that vision statement for yourself. That vision you have for your personal life. The vision you have for your professional life. And what elements it might be. For your personal life, it might be a vision specifically around your relationship to your spouse or your relationship to your children. Uh, It may be about how you're engaging in your friendships. In your professional life, it may be how you're leading others, how you're demonstrating more compassion or empathy. Uh, You know what your specific vision is, but you need to spend some time, and they recommend spending some time just meditating or praying about that. Read something inspirational. Is there something inspirational that sparks for you um, your purpose, that helps to give life to the purpose in which you feel and are confident you were called to live out in the world. Spend a few minutes reading that. Reflect on the shots, reflect on it in the shower. I thought that one was very interesting. You know, in the shower, we usually use that time to rush through the list of things we need to do for the rest of the day. But actually pausing and taking the shower is actually uh, it is it is the act of physical renewal. Right. We're cleansing ourselves for the day. Using some of that time to to reflect on your vision statement is actually an opportunity for you to cleanse your mind into the right perspective. Right. Helps to focus in on how you need to be spending your energy towards the vision. Towards your values. So that you can make meaning of how you're using your time over the course of the day. Here's another one. I actually used to do this myself. I used to keep my vision statement uh, in my wallet. I'm actually going to return to doing that again. Just my vision statement for um, and my purpose statement, uh, because I do have a purpose statement for my own life, uh, keeping that in my wallet. But they recommend Actually putting it somewhere where it's at eye shot, right? Eye shots distance, uh, your home screen and your computer. Today would be your smart device, right? Where can you put uh, the vision, the mission 
uh, statement you have for your life? Where can you put that down? Where can you put that purpose statement you have for your life uh, in front of you where it's easy to access, where it pops up? Maybe it's a reminder in your phone. I've done that as well as a reminder every day, just putting my vision statement, writing it into um, the calendar and setting the alarm so it pops up at a certain time. And I see it when it pops up and I take a moment just to breathe and recite it to remind me of what I should be doing, of what I value, of how I should be using my time, the purpose that's fueling my actions. And again, another way to do it is also to reflect on it during breaks. To say, Take your breaks. Take a break. When you do a screen break from work or you're taking a brain break from an activity, use that moment to reflect on your purpose. It's about how you're capitalizing on your energy. And so if in between working on a project, you pause just to reflect on your vision statement, it will help you to reconsider how are you using that moment? Have I been spending my morning doing what I say I value or have I allowed it to be used in ways or monopolized in ways that pull me away from the areas where I sense I'm offering the best um, value um, to the people and places um, that I'm giving myself to? They also recommend these following rituals for staying connected so your heart and mind can remain connected to that um, vision statement and of course and as a result um, your purpose they give some other strategies for staying connected to purpose so that it's front and center so you're actually seeing it visually and making some visual connections to your um, vision statement That will help you prioritize how you're using your time and your energy and your focus. And one of the things they recommend is that you write your personal and professional vision on two sides of an index card. We don't tend to use those um, as often as we should these days, Um, but they recommend you actually write it down and put it on your visor in the car right by the driver's seat. And on your way to work, review your professional vision. And on your way home, right before the end of the day, take a look at your personal vision. It may work even better for you this way. I'd recommend putting your professional vision as an alert on your smart device and your calendar. Let it pop up at a certain time every single day so that you can review it. Read it out loud to yourself. It'll take you less than 30 seconds just to pause. Read it. Think about it. Consider how that professional vision is going to help guide how and what you do. Then add to that same calendar your personal vision. Have it come up as an alert later on in the day, preferably As you're leaving during the time, about the time you're going to leave home, leave work to come home, right? Put it as an alert. Set it as a reminder. Maybe your workday ends at four. Maybe it's five. Maybe it's seven. But right about that time as you're about to end your day, let that alert come up. Pause. 
Read your personal vision statement. Take it in. Reconsider. Let it be uh, meld into your mind, into your heart, what it is you say you're looking to be in the lives of the people you connected to personally, your spouse, your children, your friends. Hey, it might be your commitment to your own physical well-being or psychological well-being. What is the personal vision you have for yourself? So use some of these creative ways to stay specifically connected to to your values, to your own vision. And that can help strengthen your connectivity and your actions to actually living out what it is you have been saying you're looking to see be demonstrated and come to fruition in your professional and your personal life. So I'm going to pause here for a moment because before I jump into the mindsets for staying connected to purpose, we talked about some rituals for staying connected to purpose uh, that have been offered by um, Lore and Schwartz. But I want to offer you some mindsets for staying connected to purpose that I think are pretty helpful. Busyness and perfection can sabotage a commitment to our vision, a commitment to our values, and as a result to a sense of purpose in our professional and personal lives. Because you're continuously active doesn't mean you're living with purpose. Because you're continuously doing something, busyness is not a sign of purpose. There are times when execution of purpose requires movement And there are times when execution of purpose requires stillness. The execution of purpose requires movement, but action that is focused action, not just moving around. Stillness also facilitates purpose, which I think connects very much to the rituals for engaging in purpose for staying connected to purpose that Laura and Swartz bring up. The stillness moments have everything to do with you pausing to pray and meditate, to think about your vision statement. It has everything to do about taking the time in the shower rather than going through your laundry list of things to do, taking a moment to realize and think about what is my professional vision? How am I going to live out what it is I say I want to be and do? in my work stillness 
Another example of, of stillness facilitating purpose is connected to those times when the alert comes up for you to think about your personal vision. At the end of the day, the alert comes up on your phone. You pause to read it. That's stillness time, time of stillness to help you think about who it is you say you want to be, how it is you say you want to be, the conditions in which you want to see that lived out. Those are moments of stillness that help to facilitate purpose. So the mindsets for staying connected to purpose have everything to do with also honoring the reality that busyness is not purpose and that there are times when you need to practice stillness to help you recalibrate and reset so you can actually then move forward and take action towards purpose. Moving with and in purpose, and I believe I talked about this uh, some time ago, but moving with and in purpose means knowing when to be still and steep like a tea bag in hot water so that the environment gets the most out of you and you get the most out of the environment. It requires some stillness in the presence of the thing where you want to see transformation, where you want to see an absorption of what it has to offer the environment. So remember, a mindset for staying connected to purpose has everything to do with being willing to be still so that the environment gets all out of you and you get all out of it during that particular season of time. Okay. Let's talk about perfection. We talked about busyness. Let's engage this issue of perfection. Oftentimes we use the word, I can't do it because it's not going to be perfect. Or I want to accomplish this, but I just need everything to be in order. If you wait for perfect conditions, you'll never get anything done. Let's face that reality front and center. There can be optimal conditions. There can be preferred conditions. Right? But they cannot be perfect conditions. There is no perfect. Because your perfect can easily be someone else's flawed state. So perfect is subjective. You can look for optimal conditions. You can look for preferred conditions. But you also need to be willing to be flexible in the event that the optimal conditions and preferred conditions don't look the way that you initially would like them to. Of course, maybe you would like to return to school after your children get a little older. But if the opportunity to return to school is present now, and there are people who can step in, be babysitters for you on the precise days you need coverage so you can attend class. Or if the scholarship is available this year and there's no guarantee that you can get it next year. Then there needs to be some adaptability to your preferred condition. The condition isn't perfect. But it does meet some of the requirements for your preference, which primarily is to go back to school then see how you can be flexible and adjust to the preferred condition that is not perfect, but 
in which you are able to optimize for your benefit. So again, there can be preferred and optimal optimal conditions, but there are no perfect conditions. Okay? So, I'm going to stop here for today. You have some rituals to help you stay connected to purpose, and then you have some critical mindsets to value and to hold on to that will allow you to stay connected to purpose. I hope they've been helpful for you today. Utilize them in your context, in your situation. Utilize the ones that work best for you, but certainly I encourage you to hold on to those mindsets because they're enduring regardless of the ritual you choose to use to stay connected to your values or your vision and thus your purpose and you'll be effective even more effective in your ability to take care and live thank you for joining this episode of the take care and live podcast i'm excited you spent the time with me today and i'm going to ask you to do me this favor write us a review let us know just how much you enjoyed the show and if you enjoyed the show so much that you think it's worth sharing with a friend go ahead and do that too we would love to hear just how much this show has impacted you and the friends you shared it with and remember to do this one thing and do it well and that's to take care and live Thank you.